Welcome to the Propane Business Podcast. I'm Johnny. And I'm Yusuf. We set up and built propanefitness.com into the profitable semi-automated system that it is today, which allowed us to quit our corporate jobs and coach online full-time. More importantly, we were able to do this without a huge online audience or being glued to social media every day. We're now ready to share everything from the failures we've made to the systems that now consistently generate hundreds of thousands in revenue. We help personal trainers, coaches, and gym owners do the same by avoiding the mistakes we've made and the best practices going forward. Subscribe to this podcast to learn what we're doing and what we've done to build and scale propanefitness.com. We'll be teaching you how to generate a steady flow of online clients, win at Facebook ads, automate your coaching systems, and to achieve financial independence. You would assume that building any business on the internet would require a website, right? That's like the the thing that, for example, when I tell um, friends and family what I do for a living, the online fitness coach, and the, one of the first things they say is like, oh, so you, you've got a website, right? And like, it's, it's correct, we do. We have multiple websites. But I think there's a, especially amongst new personal trainers, there is a a uh, misattribution and a misconception as to how important a website actually is and what a website does. So a lot of people who apply for propane business, which if you're new here is our uh, coaching program, coaching experience, where we teach you to install and apply the systems and tools strategy that we use inside of our fitness business. Um, if you'd like to apply to that, apply for that, drop us an email with the subject, subject line propane business podcast. We will bump you to the front of the queue. But when people apply and we have this kind of initial assessment conversation, uh, quite a lot of them, people who apply have a website and they have a website before they have a client, right? And I don't mean to criticize that decision because honestly, that is rational. And we did exactly the same thing, right? When we started propane fitness, the first thing we did was build a website because it just intuitively seems like the thing that you need, right? So since we've been doing this for 10 years now, roughly, um, I think we've slowly, to be honest, very, very slowly realized what a website actually does, right? And I think it's a lot less important than you perhaps think, even if you are yet to begin, but top of the to-do list is, website, logo, business name, niche, all these things. Like set up my Instagram page, set up my Facebook page. Like all those things combined are potentially like three, four months of work, right? Before you actually have a transaction go through your business. And we think all that stuff's really important because I suppose it's the online equivalent of of your shop. It's the online equivalent of putting your stake in the ground of something that actually exists so that if somebody were to look you up online, something is there right? But what what I think is most important with this is really dissecting the journey that somebody takes from being introduced to you in some way to the point of actually signing up for your services. And then obviously the, the, the actual journey that your client takes after that point is arguably even more important. But when people are starting out or even if you're sort of listening to this in the online no man's land of five to 10 clients, right? Or zero to 10 clients. Uh, the the most important part to get your business up, running, functioning and growing is from click to 
client, right? Or from first exposure, first impression of you on social media to the point of actually purchasing from you, inquiring or going through a sales process, going to a page and actually entering their card details and joining your service. And when we, it's quite hard to do that firstly, right? You might be sat there thinking, well, how do I do that? If I can't see what people are doing, how do I know what they're doing? Right. And to be honest, I suppose the only reason we know this stuff is because of how many people we've worked with and, and literally just asking them, figuring it out, putting the pieces of the puzzle together ourselves. So what the immediate assumption is, is that some you build a website and somebody finds your website and they scroll around and they look at the nice images and maybe you have some videos on there, a nice about me page, and then they press on services and they buy. That's what we kind of assume people do. And I'm not saying that that will never happen because honestly, sometimes that happens to us and we cannot figure out why. But you certainly cannot build your business on that strategy. It's just not reliable enough. And while people may tell you how important SEO is, SEO, I said that weird, SEO is um, search engine optimization. In other words, put simply, like how highly you rank on Google for certain terms. While they may tell you that that's important, at this stage, at this point in the online fitness industry, at this point in the number of websites on the internet, the chances of you appearing on the first 10 pages are pretty slim. So really, when we're looking at a website, why do you need a website for an online fitness business? We have to, we have to consider how are people going to find my website, right? So let's say you have a social media channel Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, whatever, and you think, right, I'm going to promote my website through this, then the information that somebody needs to see if they've come from your social media and they've been watching your Instagram stories for a year on your website to help them make a decision is very, very different to the information that someone who's never heard of you before but happens to land on Google would need. Right. So that's the first consideration. What does the website need on? What does it do? And then also, if we're trying to play this SEO game, the chances of you appearing, as I was saying before, the chances of you appearing on the first 10 pages are very, very unlikely. Like go and search online fitness coach or fat loss coaching online on Google and see what to, see what shows up. A lot of people who build a website, even when they Google their own website name, <laughs> don't show up. Right. It took us a long time to, to come on the first page of Google for anything, really. And we have a handful of articles that we wrote a long time ago that do rank quite highly. But even with that, those aren't reliable sources of revenue for us and for the business. So it comes back to this customer journey, right? From someone's heard of you for the first time. Where have they heard of, heard of you from? Where are you meeting them in that journey? Where is your website meeting them in that journey? And then what is the role of the website in that process? And for the most part, right, for most people that we work with and help and get them to the point where they are coaching their first, let's say, 20 or more clients online in a group-based coaching program, none of them need or would have needed a website to get to the point that they're at, which may sound bizarre, right? You have this online fitness business now functioning with 20 clients, which may in some cases be more than the number of offline clients you're working with, and you don't have a website. How does that work? Well, I'll explain briefly in this episode, which is, is going to be shorter than normal, I suppose, for the ones that, that I do. But I really, it's a simple concept. But hopefully when I go through this, you'll be sat there thinking like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> that sounds far more appealing. All right. So the way it works for us is simply people tend to find out about us through advertising. 
right? So our ethos is you need to, if you want this business to grow to any reasonable level, certainly if you want to do it full time and you want to have any level of predictability in your business, in your revenue, you want to be able to forecast what you're likely to do next month, next quarter, next year. You can't do that with your personal or even your business social media channels, your Instagram, your Twitter, your Facebook, whatever. Even if you're an influencer, right? As I recently spoke about, Instagram have just changed their algorithm. So the reach is throttled. So if you're reliant on other platforms giving you traffic for free, it's very, very hard to predict and forecast from that. Advertising, you can. When I spend a thousand pounds, I make X. And there's a lot of predictability in that. The hard part of that is getting that to work and making sure that you generate the money back. And that's one of the things that we do inside of Propane Fitness, inside of Propane Business, sorry, and inside of Propane Fitness. We teach it inside of Propane Business is how do you get to the point where your business, your sales process, especially is like a production line. Once you have this working, you can show your business to 20,000, 30,000, 50,000 new people every single day. So these are brand new people who are seeing something. They're seeing an ad. They're having their first interaction with you. And the ad and the sales process and everything that happens at that point is specifically designed to meet that person where they're at. They have no idea who you are. So a lot of that explanation is taken care of in the sales process, which for us is this 14-day challenge, this 14-day sequence. So we're talking to these people because they're, they're strangers, right? They're going through our information for the first time. We're really showcasing our best stuff Everybody goes through the same sequence, right? And at the end of that 14-day sequence, they are presented with an offer to join our program and it's, it's positioned, honestly, as just the logical next step. So think about how you make decisions online, right? Or in anything. If you see something that you think is going to solve your problem, you probably will consume the information, maybe look at, to see what the business, what the brand's about, if it's a coach, what the, brand, what the, what the coach is about, maybe consume their information over a couple of days, a week or so, maybe two weeks, and then come to a decision. Yeah, this looks right for me, right? If that person tried to force you to make a decision, it's probably not going to change your mind, right? It's just simply that you have been given the information you need about the product, the service, the, the company, the brand, the business to make a decision. And you either say yes or no. And the, at the end of the 14 days, we make a very similar offer. It's structured in a very specific way to be valuable in and of itself, but also be a sales sequence, right? It is, make no mistake about it, it is a sales funnel. The goal is to generate revenue, but the goal is also to give people a great experience for free, right? They're getting 14 days of some of our best stuff. They haven't paid a penny. So these people are going through this and they are consuming our information. They get to the end and some of them become a client and none of that, none of that requires a website to do. We use free tools, free software, things like MailChimp, which is totally free, Facebook groups, email sequences that can be built in that way completely for free. We use form software to capture, capture information that is free. None of it requires a website. It can all be done for free tools with basically your phone and a, like ideally a laptop um, and then just free social media profiles and free tools that you can get access to. And you can get to the point of cash generation as long as you obviously have a way to actually generate, like process the payment, right? But you can do that without a website. But there is a point at which having a website or any other assets help, right? And this is where we use these things, okay? So we aren't running Propin Fitness by relying on people Googling and finding our website. And honestly, if they do, generally those people aren't really buyers because they found a web, an article we've written on a very specific topic. They've read the article, it's, it's solved their question, 
and then they go about their day. Maybe we capture their information in our free calculator, right? And we communicate with them that way, but they aren't finding our website because they're looking to work with us generally. And that will be the same with any website you build, generally speaking. If people find you on Google, it's because they're looking for a solution to their problem. They aren't going to find you more than likely um, by searching best online fitness coach, right? It's too competitive to win that game these days. So when people are going through our sales process, a lot of the time people do then Google us, right? Or they look us up on social media or they see what we're about on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or YouTube, whatever. And it's in those situations that having a website can help simply because it just helps you win the trust of the person. If I'm going through a sales sequence of something for the first time and I heard about you 10 days ago and I can feel myself like moving towards making a decision, I'm like, right, these guys, this coach is pretty good. I'm, I can feel myself being convinced if this is in my price range, I'm, I'm going to go ahead with this, right? And we've probably, we've all felt that for way before about something, right? Whether it's when Apple released the latest AirPods or um, whether you, you're following a coach who is just releasing something and you're reading their emails, you think you're probably going to buy it. We've all felt that way before. And usually what people do in that case is they just do a bit of reading about the topic, right? They maybe look at some reviews if they exist, which you can have on your website, some testimonials. They look about, look at anything that they can see in different platforms. So do they have any videos on YouTube? Do they have any stuff, interesting stuff on Instagram? What's their website like? Can I read about their story? That's where a website comes into play, okay? Only once someone who is already in your customer journey, who perhaps need needs pushing off the fence towards making a decision, if they then find yourself on their website, it then becomes this like magazine that somebody reads more about you in rather than expecting your website or any of those things to do all of the selling for you. And the same thing applies to your Instagram profile, right? This game of I'm going to try and build my followers, build my followers over time to get above 10,000. If someone follows you, to get every single person who follows you through the same sales sequence to give them, as we were discussing before, what they need to make a decision is incredibly difficult to do because you post different stuff on Instagram every day. Some days they might join, they might start following you where you're in a bit of a lull and you haven't posted anything. Some days they might follow you where you posted something that maybe pissed off a few people and it's not quite working, right? So that's very unreliable. And we're expecting one tool, your Instagram profile, for example, to do a lot of the heavy lifting that it just isn't designed to do. However, if someone's being sold to through a sales sequence that you know works and they happen to find your Instagram, it really helps. Okay. But that means that what you can post on these platforms is just your best stuff, stuff you want to post. There's no longer this frantic panic that you need to put a blog post up every week. It just doesn't matter. Okay. Because why would you do that? Again, it's, it's understanding what is the goal? What is the, the reason this exists? If you're writing a blog post to rank on SEO, but you don't need to rank on SEO because people are finding your website through ads to a sales funnel and then Googling you, then actually what's more important about the website is client testimonials, a bit about you. How does the program work? Some general information about your experience, et cetera, that wouldn't work for somebody totally cold who doesn't know anything about you, but these people do know stuff about you. They're going through a sales sequence. And I've, I've done podcasts on this stuff in the past before about, um, for example, like this podcast. Why do we do podcasts? It's very, very hard a lot of the time to allocate a 
specific business outcome to something like a podcast, right? How do we know that our podcasts work? Well, it's a bit too detailed to go into in this episode, but we can attribute specific revenue outcomes to our podcast. In fact, in some cases, podcasts have generated us a thousand pounds per episode, right? Not in advertising, not in selling ad space to people that we don't really know much about, but this podcast is brought to you by none of that stuff, right? By, by literally generating customers for us. How does that work? Well, if somebody opts in through an ad, they go through our 14-day sequence, they say no at the end, which 95% of people do, then what do we do? Right, well, then it's like, well, what do they need? What does that person need to make a decision? Well, probably it's a trust issue, right? And no one ever says that. No one ever goes through your sales process or jumps on a discovery call with you and says, you know what? The price actually isn't that bad. I just don't trust you at all, <laughs> right? Or I just don't think you're up to the job. They say things like, oh, I can't afford it. I need to talk to my partner. I'm going on holiday next week. Oh, I'm just getting, oh, my car needs an MOT. Like all these sorts of things, right? That we think are the reason we think that we're, we've got something else wrong. And actually they just haven't had enough exposure to you. So even when people go through this 14-day sequence and they get some of your best stuff, they still don't have enough information to make a decision and to trust you. So what do we do? We follow them up with email and we introduce them to our podcast. And we have so many instances of people who say, um, I read that email, I listened to your podcast, your interview with whatever, Kit Lachlan or Menno Henselmans or, or whatever on the fitness podcast. There's like 300 plus episodes on there now. And I binged, binged the episodes for like four or five days. Now I'm in a position. I trust you guys. I love how you do things. I'd like to sign up for your service. So, so many personal trainers have this natural rapport, right? You're good with conversation. You're good with getting people to like you and work with you offline. If they come and meet you in the gym or they have a couple of sessions with you, they're sold, they're in. But how do we replicate that online? Well, we do that through these specific bits of content, but it's so strategic. It's not just, oh, I better upload a podcast so I can be the next Joe Rogan. It's how do I build a platform that allows me to have like a one-to-one -one conversation with someone as they're like walking to work or sat in, the, in traffic or training or doing some cardio or cleaning the house or whatever. And you're just in their ears, just telling them what you're about, right? And maybe that's you. Maybe you're sat there thinking, damn it, Johnny, you know exactly what's going on. And you know what? I am going to send that email and I am going to get in touch with you guys, right? Maybe that is you. But if that is the case, you know exactly what I mean and why this stuff works, right? The, things like this, things like your podcast, your website, YouTube, Instagram, any of these platforms, these digital assets that you can have in your business, the goal is not to get new people into your world every day through those mechanisms. That's incredibly hard to do. Having a website, trying to rank on Google and trying to get new customers that way, you are so unlikely to win that game. However, if your website is a hub of information where if I'm being sold to you through your 14-day sequence and I Google you and that shows up and therefore I'm more likely to buy, then actually what your website is doing is making your sales funnel convert better. And hopefully that distinction is clear, right? So what do you do about this? If you have a website already, brilliant, right? You're, you're ahead of the curve, I suppose. But if you're sat there thinking, before I start my online business, I need my logo and my website sorting. And you, God forbid, do what we do and go and pay like six to eight grand for a website, which is one of the mistakes we made early on, right? Just know that probably for a very long time, at least until you have a sales process that's running and working, you aren't going to be able to say, I spent this much money on this website, this app, and it made me loads of money back. 
right? Because people have to find the website. If you spend six grand on a website and then look at Google, Google Analytics and realize that five people are looking at it a day, it's very unlikely to make a positive return on investment. So start with the needle moving activities. Start with the things that are actually going to bring revenue in. With revenue and cash comes profit. And with the cash in the bank account and with the profitable business, that generates opportunities and more options. Like, okay, I'm going to reinvest in this. I'm going to reinvest in advertising. I'm going to hire this person to help me with my systems. I'm going to hire an assistant. I'm going to pay to make my website more streamlined or something like that. But to start by investing in things that probably aren't going to bring you any revenue back in return anyway is frankly just a common mistake that a lot of people do, but is a waste of time and a waste of money. So that is why you don't need a website to start an online fitness business. I know maybe the title of this podcast seems a little bit clickbaity, but hopefully the explanation I've just given you is enough to convince you that if you're sat there with the expertise and you're just not sure where to start, you're far better putting the time and money into getting a sales sequence up and running, getting the first clients through the door, basically proving it to yourself that this can work before you build anything else. All right. If you want our help with that, you know what to do. Drop us an email with the subject line propane business podcast or go to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast to get some free training that explains how we do what we do. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Speak to you soon. Want to learn more about the systems we use to run, build and scale propanefitness.com? Head over to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast and you can get your hands on our free training that covers the seven steps that we take with every client that we help build their own online business and also the seven steps that we use to successfully build Propane Fitness. We walk through the sales systems, the delivery systems, follow-up, remarketing, how to basically build your program so that it delivers coaching to your clients without you being there 24-7. We really do cover the full thing, right? And if you want to continue even further and potentially work with us, there's a chance to book in a call to have an informal chat with Yusuf or I to just basically see if any of our programs would be a fit to help you get from where you are to where you want to get to. So go to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast today and get access to that. If you'd like to learn just more about Yusuf and I, more about us, what we do, follow us on the various channels, the best place to go is our YouTube channel. We have a load of stuff from fitness content, productivity content, why Yusuf slept on the floor for several months, why he's been having cold showers. There's always stuff on there that's entertaining and hopefully informative. So just go to YouTube, search for Propane Fitness, and you can find out a bit more about us there as well. Speak to you on the next episode.